and welcome to On Focus, brought to you by the Focal Therapy Clinic, where we connect you with issues facing men diagnosed with prostate cancer that are little known, less understood, often avoided, or even ignored. Prostate cancer is now the most commonly diagnosed cancer in the UK, and with this somber fact comes a multitude of challenges and opportunities. I'm Claire Delmar. Joining me today is Delroy Wright, a former HIFU patient of Focal Therapy Clinic consultant urologist Raj Nigam. Dell had an early stage diagnosis three years ago and spent over a year on active surveillance before he was treated with HIFU, which he learned about through his own persistence in seeking and pursuing alternative treatment. He says, I believe there is not enough information out there about it, especially for black guys. If we didn't look into these alternative treatments ourselves, we wouldn't know anything about it. It should be on the side of buses. Dell joins me today to discuss his experience and the experience of men in the black community with prostate cancer. Del, hello, and thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, how are you doing, Claire? I'm great. It's really lovely to chat to you. So let's start from the very beginning. When were you diagnosed with prostate cancer and what happened next? Right, in 2019, I've got a close friend of mine who says, you know what, we're all getting a little bit older, so we should all go for a a, a test. Mm -hmm. But I had no symptoms at the time. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, let's go and go for a test. So um, I rang up my doctor and I said to him, you know, is it possible for me to have a prostate check? Mm-hmm. He says, well, I was kind of young to be having it, but he says, well, yeah, we'll go with it. And how old um, were you? How old were you at the time, Del? I was 56 at the time. Mm-hmm. He asked me if I had any symptoms and I said, I've got no symptoms, I'm sleeping well, you know, I'll go to the gym and stuff. And in it, he says, well, we'll have to go up into your passage. Mm. I said, what? You know, I said, well, no, nah, you can't really do that. You know, because being a black guy, you know, we don't really have anybody just go up into your, your, your passage just like that. You yeah. know? So yeah. I asked him if there's a lady doctor mm-hmm. on site that can do it. And he said, yeah. You know, and he laughed because he, he knew, you know, because I've got Indian doctor, he said he knew how black guys were regarding just going up the passage. So it, it wasn't a problem getting one of the lady doctors to do a test. But even that test, when she did it, didn't show up nothing. But um, at the same time, they said I should go and get a PSA test, blood test. What they say to you then, it's a little bit high, but leave it. Don't worry about it. Hmm. Through that, you know, you, you wait, you don't worry about it. Even though it was about, you know, a little bit high, they said, don't worry. But six months later, I had another PSA test. And this time, they wanted me to do a MRI. Do you remember what the PSA result was on that, that first time? The first time, I think it was about 4-1. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you, you know, waited six months. And then you... And I waited six months. And I had another one. By by that time, it went to about four three four four, mm-hmm. and that's when they said, "Well, you, you know, they wanted to do another examination, a mo- more detailed examination regarding having the MRI scan." Yep, yep. When the MRI scan comes back, you have a biopsy. Yep. And through the biopsy now. They said that's when it, things came back and said, "Well, look, you, you're at stage two cancer, you hmm. know." And that, and you get a little bit frightened that, boy, you, you know, after that. But then I think I was one of the luck, the unfortunate ones that started to 
ring around because I had another mate who was going through virtually the same situation that I was going through and we were able to talk about it. So we both started to change what experience we were going through and, and that helped me because we we were in the boat, same boat together. It's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I'm doing this interview today. Mm-hmm. That hopefully that the brothers then will talk to each other and go out, even though they think there's nothing wrong, still pursue and get a PSA or get a check from the local doctors to find out what's going on. Yeah. Don't just leave things. You know, they, the NHS might tell you, just leave it, but you can't leave it because there's something inside you and this thing's still growing. What were the thing, the key things you think you learned from, from that experience? I was lucky that I had insurance. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, you see when you get to around 40, 45, if there's nothing wrong with you, take out some medical insurance. You can't just leave it to the NHS to treat you because... Mm. By the time they get round to treat you, the cancer inside you, if you've got prostate cancer, will be growing. And then it may be too late Mm. to have any treatment diagnosed. So I think what I've learned with this, you cannot just stand by and wait. Yeah, because isn't that what happened with your friend, that he, he, like you, waited, but he wasn't as fortunate as you by the time he wanted treatment? Yeah. I mean, so, Del, one of the things that I'm interested in hearing from you is, did you feel any kind of discrimination at any point, you know, during your diagnosis and, and, you know, follow-on treatment? No, I didn't feel discrimination. What I felt was I wasn't given enough information. Right. You're not given enough information to know what is out there. Yeah. All the information I was given at the time was, wait, don't do anything. Mm. You, you, you know, it's easy to be said that don't do anything because as I, I sit here now, if I didn't do something about mine, you know, I've got a good mate of mine that because we've waited mm. or he's, we've, wait, we've both waited because we were sharing the same information. Yeah. I was lucky that I, I had something done. When, yeah. By the time he wanted to get something done, it was too late and he had to have his prostate out. Mm. So, you know, waiting is not something you can wait around. And I'm not sure that the community understands that you can't wait on these things. I understand it's one in four black guys have got prostate problems walking around with. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was going to ask you next. I mean, that that's correct. It's twice as likely as white men to be diagnosed with prostate cancer. But yeah. actually, you know, possibly even more importantly, when they are diagnosed, they're more likely to to do so with advanced stages of cancer. And and I wanted to get a sense from you why why you think that might be. Well, I think it starts like I said from the beginning. You know, I was lucky where where my doctor surgery is there's women doctors in there. And mm. I think maybe if there was a thing that more women were doing the test, they were carrying out the tests around the passage. Mm. Guys will turn up, they will be more willing to go and have their tests if they know if they go to see their doctor that the woman's going to go up, 
into their passage. So let me just um, um, ask you a couple questions about that, because this is really interesting and it's not something you hear about a lot. So you're referring to the DRE exam. That's that's what that's what we're talking about, the digital rectal exam. That's what you're talking yeah. about. Okay, and then the Sorry. second question I have is, and this is at the GP, when you said the, the lady doctor, this is a GP you're referring to, correct? That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. So what's interesting about that is, you know, it's it's so basic and it's so cultural, but yet, you know, not many people hear about this, you know? Not many people hear about the fact that that's what would be preferred. And from what you're saying, that might actually get more black men into the GP clinic. I reckon so. If when we talk to each other, we talk, and if that is going to be an issue, mm. oh, I can't, you, you know, I, I know the saying. I've been on the street. I know the saying. I can't have some guy putting their hand up, up beside me. But if it's a woman now, it's a different thing. Yeah, you know, I felt I felt comfortable with that that a woman was examining me. Mm-hmm. But I know in all cases, it's not the, it's, you know, it's, it's a life saving examination Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know but that's maybe one of the reasons why you don't get a lot of the black guys going in because of that issue do you think that that's something that you know you you mentioned that when you talked about that with your initially male gp he he understood that and he very readily brought do do you think that that's something that could be very easily adopted yes Mm. I, I, i think so once if the word was out the female doctor is going to examine you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think you'd get more response. Um, it's really interesting. From the black community, black men. Yes. Mm. So, other than that, which is pretty important, and we can come back to that in a second. You know, what other messaging do you think is currently not out there that should be? I, I really think information, like like I had to search for other information regarding your prostate and yeah. what other treatment there are out there. And and I, think, I don't think the hospitals, when you go to the hospitals, they're willing to tell you or even show you that there's other treatments out there. They're only putting over what they think rather than saying, well, there is A, B and C other treatments out there where you could explore. Mm-hmm. rather than just say, well, y- you know, let's wait. That's important. But something else I'm interested in is I just want to come back to the, what you said about your friend who was going through um, a diagnosis at the same time as you. Um, and then you mentioned that, you know, a lot of your friends talk about this. So it's not a question of not talking about it, because it sounds like you do talk a lot about it. it it's a question oh. of the right message. Well, I'm quite open Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to certain things. But, you, you know, you've got to remember, there's the certain of the brothers, they won't talk about what problems they're going through. Mm. You, you know, uh, they won't go to another one of their mates and say, well, look, I've got maybe got this issue going on. We are very close. And, you, you know, I, I feel this is one of the reasons why, uh, you know, I'm willing to do this interview with you today. If I can show what experience I've gone through, Maybe that will help others going down the line, really. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think what you've said, and particularly about, you know, women doctors at the the primary care level is really, really important and something that could be adopted. Um, You know, maybe that's something we can um, can take further, um, you know, as some sort of campaign. But 
Um, I really want to thank you for, for speaking with me today because, you know, your experience is, well, fortunately, it's been very positive for you. And it's been really nice to, to get to know you and hear about, you know, all the things you have to say. So, so thanks, Del, for joining me. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for taking the time out, you know. And again, I've got to thank my, the doctors which I've, who's worked with me um, because, you know, if I didn't have been doctors, I wouldn't have known what I've known now. And I hope, you know, it, um, this is some, something positive and it will carry on for other black guys out there that's going through the same situation. Absolutely. Thanks again. So thank you very much. Further information on suitability and access to HIFU is available on our website, along with a transcript of this interview and additional interviews and stories about living with prostate cancer. Please visit www.thefocaltherapyclinic.co.uk. Thanks for listening. And for me, Claire Delmar, see you next time.